when it comes to retraining your brain, retraining habits, we're talking about change. That's hard. Something that you can do as a little hack to help things be easier as you try to change things around, change your brain, is to... Welcome to the Intentional Podcast. We help you to find what it means to be intentional and give you tools to make it happen. We want you to happen to your life instead of letting life happen to you. The Intentional Podcast exists to help you define success and then reach that by growing personally, living intentionally, and ultimately defining your legacy. Today we're talking about how to find the vision for the goals you make. So we talked a lot about how you make a good goal, but today we're going to talk about finding the why behind your goal, finding the vision, the perspective, the the drive, the passion that you want to move towards. We talked a lot about the nuts and bolts of how, and this is more of the why and the what. So one quick example question you can ask yourself is if money was no option, what would I do? A lot of times we look at our circumstances and we say, well, I couldn't do that because. And so if you ask yourself, if money wasn't an option, what would I do? A lot of times when you're in a meeting with other people and you're trying to come up with a good goal, there will be that one person that wants to throw salt on everything and wants to slow things down. And they're always the one that's like, oh, but that won't work because. So what you want to do is draw a distinction and say, okay, in this meeting, we are just going to say yes and. We're going to look at what is possible and we'll tear it apart. We'll destroy the ideas later. But for now, let's just close that part of our brain down. Tell it it's okay. We'll get back to it and just go in with a whatever comes to mind, whatever is possible and that kind of distinction to give yourself permission to just full send it, whatever's possible, dream big and think, what would I do if money wasn't an option? If time wasn't an option, if, if I could pick anything, what would I do? That's a good way to kind of get your brains, your juices flowing towards creativity. Um, you got any thoughts on that, Scott? Yeah. What well, I just think that that that's helpful because you don't have to think, an idea through all the way and make mm -hmm. sure that it's vetted in every area um, before, you know, if you think of, if you're trying to brainstorm, either if it's with yourself or with other people and you're immediately just shooting down everything, you're a lot less likely to even come up with options. So I do think it's very healthy to just say, we're going to take this time to throw as many ideas as possible. And at this point, there's no dumb ideas. Maybe later on there will be, and we'll figure out which one of those, which ones those are. But it's very helpful just to be able to get throw out a list like what are all you know all possibilities to solve this problem or, or whatever and then that way you just have way more options to pick from and and it, it's a lot less daunting to just be like what is anything yeah without restriction what could we make happen and and then you can worry about the logistics or actually working that out later actually a story to go with that starting this podcast was a result of throwing away the what is possible bug of like it's not possible because mm. i was just writing a list of things i could do to make money and a podcast was one of them but i was like ah i don't know what i talk about i don't have a theme you need to have a theme if you're gonna have a podcast 
but I kept that tab open and I came back and I was like, if I was going to write a pod, if I was going to have host a podcast, but I came back and I said, if I was going to host a podcast, what would I talk about? And I was like, well, I want to talk about crucial conversations and I want to talk about leadership and I want to talk about goals and discipline and habits. And I started writing this list of things I would talk about if I had a podcast. And then they all had the common thread of intentionality. So it was, it kind of took care of itself. The doubt, the question of, oh, but I don't have a theme. After playing with the idea a little bit, it kind of just came out that, oh, I do have a theme. Right. Okay, this is yep. possible. Another thing, another question you can ask yourself is, what if nobody had any expectations of me? A lot of times we legitimately or illegitimately take on other people's opinions of what we should be. There's lots of stories of the dad who wanted to make it big in football and never did. And so now he is living vicariously through his son and he wants him to be in football. Even though that son wants to major in physics and some people spend their whole life fulfilling, chasing other people's dreams. So another question you can ask yourself is, what would I do if that person in my life didn't have any expectations on me or if I didn't care what anyone else thought? Mm. Well, I think also like when you said to um, the kind of hitch that you felt when, when you were like, okay, well, I could start a podcast. You're like, well, I don't have a theme. It's like, well, of course you don't have a theme at that point, um, which is that's something I, I feel a lot of the time is if I'm trying to... I want to do something, but immediately I just hit myself with, I mean, I couldn't be the best at that right now or something like that. But that's why it is really helpful to just like delay that. And and because then later on you realize like, oh, my, my interests do converge on something that would be helpful for people. And so it just, it worked itself out. But of course you didn't have one back then. Um, and then same thing with like you're saying with the expectations. I also think that there's most of the time the expectations you feel on yourself, it's already you interpreting other people's, you know, you're you're kind of guessing what they think and then you're putting a whole lot of stock in that if and so that's partly why you know it might be helpful to just pitch out these goal ideas and and without thinking too much about oh but then they wouldn't like this or you know they'd be disappointed for that just put them out there and worry about that later um because it's solidly possible that your perception there is also not fully accurate and they might be okay with it or you know whatever there's a quote by Jim Quick that goes, a lot of people are getting burned out because they are doing too little of the things that make them come alive. Hmm. So you can ask yourself, what makes me come alive? And that can get your juices flowing, get you thinking. I was listening to a podcast today called The Intentional Mind by Ange Bernard. And something she said was intentionality means your actions being aligned with what you say you want. So look at your actions and see if maybe you're prioritizing something that you say isn't really a priority. Maybe there's some things you need to cut out that are getting in the way. If you take an audit of your time and your focus and you look at what you are putting your time and effort into, 
Are you going to come back and find that you're focused on the things that you say matter the most? If you say that it's very important for you to focus on your relationship with your spouse, and there's no time in your schedule, in your calendar, to prioritize that, that might be an area where you need to take a take stock and make a goal to say, no, this is important to me, and I want to schedule this. I want to prioritize this. Mm. Right. I think that's something at some point I'm sure we'll talk more about, but just the, the aspect of you you do what you want to do, essentially. And, and so I think it, it is important to be, I guess, intentional about thinking about, um, I guess, I think it was, it was a Jordan Peterson thing that he said some at some point, where he basically said, sit down in your bed at some point and just start thinking, what are the few things that I'm doing that are just absolutely screwing up my life right now that I can just stop doing? Um, and I think that kind of runs along those same lines. But same thing with, I guess, the positive side of that would be to, to say, what things am I not doing that would help me get to where I, I say I want to be? If you mm-hmm. want to be the type of person who, you know, again, we could just use an easy example. I want to be somebody who runs a marathon. Um, what are you, what are you not doing or what could you do that a person would do, you know, who runs marathons would do? When it comes to retraining your brain, retraining habits, we're talking about change. That's hard. Something that you can do as a little hack to help things be easier as you try to change things around, change your brain, is to use friction. Hmm. So your brain doesn't like trying hard. If you make it hard to get to the cookies, your brain is less likely to steer you that direction. If you make it hard to get ready for your workout in the morning, your brain is going to want to not do that. So in a morning routine, you're going to want, if you're being intentional, you're going to want to set out your clothes and get stuff ready ahead of time so that there's less friction. And if you are trying to stop something, you might consider adding some friction to that. Hmm. Yeah, and that's a really small thing that I have found to be actually very helpful for me. Even stuff things like especially in the morning if i if i know i want to do something in the morning morning me is not on board with that at all Uh, just as a general rule i wake up and i'm i'm hostile to what i want to be because Mm -hmm. those things are hard and a gross headache early morning but if i've already done things to just set stuff out you know am i am i gonna be eating so let's say going to work or whatever if i want to be more healthy and i want to eat healthy lunches if I wait till the morning to do it, I'm just going to throw together whatever I got, or maybe I'm going to go stop at a gas station and grab a sandwich and or whatever. But if, if in the night before I even just make lunch or, or even to set out the clothes, it, it's the things that I say I want to be. If I l- start down that path, it's so much easier um, for me at my weaker points to just continue down that path because I've already started. Mm-hmm. Might as well, might as well push through. Yes. Your future self will thank you. Decide now. And a really key point I've recently found, um, actually listening to Ange Bernard on her podcast, she said, decide when and where. 
when and where are you going to sit down and write these goals? Because your brain likes to have a concrete place. So if you're listening to this and you know that you need to make some goals, stop and write down when you're going to sit down and where you're going to sit down. Because I know how easy it is to get distracted being a consumer. When there is something that is hard and I need to do it, but I don't want to do it, my brain will find any lame excuse it can to avoid that. And for me, that's usually YouTube. It's a distracting thing where I can be like, oh, I'm, I'm learning, I'm educating myself. There comes a certain point where you just gotta stop and do what you know you need to do. You don't need more information. You just need to pick a time and a place, sit down and write stuff out. I know you might not like the idea of journaling or writing a list, but putting your thoughts on paper really helps you distill your thoughts and kind of see what you like. Uh, listening to the, what book is it called? Essentialism, the book on essentialism, or it's just called Essentialism. The author of that book found out that he didn't want to be a lawyer because on the spur of the moment, he sat down in a hotel lobby with a blank piece of paper and he just wrote out what he could do if he wanted. And he found out that law school was nowhere on that list. And what was he doing? He was going to law school. So he quit law school and that decision has charged him on the course that got him being a teacher and writing a book and He's living a life that he enjoys much more now because of that decision to sit down, take stock, and say, what if? Mm. I'm going to put links to the books and podcasts we mentioned today in the description, in the show notes. I am also going to write out some of the questions we talked about today so that you can copy those and follow those as you sit down to write out what your goals might be. Um, if you were to take one thing away from this, I would probably just emphasize that it's really important to make sure what you are doing lines up with what you want to be and that what you are doing gets you there. And so it's really important to evaluate goals that you have or things that you are doing right now and either drop the ones that aren't getting you where you want to be or add ones that will actually help align who you are and who you're becoming with who you want to be because you're you are doing things and moving in a direction whether or not you plan to be so it's really helpful to make sure that you have goals that are intentional and that actually line up with your vision and your goals for life so go live on tensional